Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific needs. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started. Future Antonio, today. welcome to the program. Selling is all about, really, it's, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Happy Monday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and thank you for joining us on a nice, quiet Monday here on The Brian Nichols Show. Today, it's going to be you and me, one-on-one -on -one again, and we're going to go back to one of our morning sales huddles. My, my goal, 10 minutes or less, we'll have you in and out, um, and hopefully, we can walk away today with some actionable items that you can take away. And I really do hope that you get some value from today's episode because today we're going to be talking about, um, I'd say this is one of the main issues we're seeing here in society today. And it's the concept of pluralistic ignorance. Now, by the way, before I get started, I'm doing all of this as a part of, uh, if you haven't subscribed already, head over to briannicholsshow.com. You can subscribe to the morning sales huddle. Uh, it's right there on the homepage. Just need your first name and email address. And as a special thank you for signing up for the morning sales huddle, I'll also go ahead and fire over a copy of my brand new ebook, Four Easy Steps You Can Implement Now to Help Sell Liberty to Friends and Family, right to your inbox as well. But uh, this, uh, this starts off here today. We're going back to Friday of last week. And again, we're discussing pluralistic ignorance. So let's set the stage. You just finished going to an awesome concert. Now you had a few drinks. Got to spend some time with some friends, and now you're heading home. You're leaving the venue in a sea of people, say goodbye to your friends, and then you start to walk towards the mass transit station. And then suddenly, you get this weird feeling in your chest. You notice you're starting to have trouble walking, and then, boom, you're on your butt, on the sidewalk, currently in a state of a medical emergency. Now, you just left the concert. There were thousands of people there at the venue with you, many of whom were drinking and doing other questionable activities with recreational drugs, so... 
Your average person just leaving the venue and seeing you sitting on the sidewalk in a slump probably thinks, okay, this guy probably had one too many. So what happens when each person that passes by and sees you in a slump treats you like that average person would? Welcome to this societal conundrum we like to call pluralistic ignorance. Now, when we see people treating a situation like it's no big deal, then we too are likely to treat it also as if it is no big deal. If you're in a big city and you see someone sitting on the side of the street, you don't run over and ask them, hey, are you okay? I mean, let's be real. If you're in a big city, chances are they're probably a homeless person, a drug addict, or just sleeping one off in the night before. But imagine you are a tourist from a small rural town who has no context as to how these types of situations normally go in the world of a big city. As you walk by and see others walking by, well, that little voice might be telling you that something might be wrong here. And you look around, but you see that everyone else is acting like nothing's wrong. So, is nothing wrong? See, pluralistic ignorance has been on full display for at least the past two years. But instead of our pluralistic ignorance being one of apathy, our pluralistic ignorance has, as a society been one of institutionalized hypochondria. The corporate media established the narrative across the board that COVID and its ensuing variances were threat level midnight, to quote one Michael Scott. And once that narrative had been established, it then seeps into the pluralistic ignorance of the society by and large. So, okay, back to you on the street having the medical emergency. Don't worry, I wasn't just going to leave you hanging there on the sidewalk. So how do we break away from this pluralistic ignorance? Well, how can you, and this is going to be the hard part, get somebody's attention on the street and show them that this is an emergency versus you just being some drunk bum? So it requires you to start off with all your strength and efforts to find one person walking by who might be looking your way, catch their attention, and explicitly say with all of your might, you, in the red t-shirt, I need you to call 911. You need to set the tone in terms of breaking the pluralistic ignorance. This is not normal. As a matter of fact, it's anything but normal. It requires you to snap the spell that is pluralistic ignorance. And where else do you see pluralistic ignorance? And how else can you help snap people out of their apathetic, drone-like states? Well, I think first... And that was, by the way, the uh, end of our first morning sales huddle. I think first, it goes with us addressing, and this has been a recurring theme going back to, I would, I'm mentally going back to Stephen Kent when he was on the show talking about fear. Fear is a son of a gun. It's such a fickle foe. We see it in Star Wars, and uh, we're going to see it in today's morning sales huddle. Continuing, (laughs) we do a lot of crazy, irrational things when we're afraid. Fear and its associated emotions are some of the most powerful emotions we will ever feel. Fear can make one say and do things we would normally never say or do. When I look at our greater liberty movement, while I see lots of hope, I also see lots of fear. This fear seems to be festering due to the fact that the greater liberty movement is growing and reaching new people beyond our traditional libertarian echo chambers that we've grown accustomed to. Instead of libertarians talking to other libertarians about libertarianism, Our greater movement has grown beyond simple thought experiments in the comment section to an actual chance to impact and change policy that will bring liberty to people right now and create a lasting legacy. 
So naturally, those individuals who aren't as comfortable in taking these ideas and principles and bringing them to the problems of today have dug in their heels out of fear. Fear of what? Fear of being replaced? Fear of having to have your ideas stand on their own outside of your libertarian echo chambers? Fear of not having your role in some local LP chapter? It's incredibly obvious that a number of libertarians have sought to use the Libertarian Party and Greater Liberty Movement as their own ideologically pure club. Fear consumes those who aren't confident in their own abilities. Fear of the uncertainty of the future, fear of change, fear of embracing solutions beyond the status quo. Fear isn't our friend. Fear is what holds people back. And fear is what's holding our movement back. Fear of growing, fear of bringing in new people who aren't 100% ideologically pure, fear of trying new things. Fear will be the number one thing that stops you from accomplishing your goals in life. Until you're able to be confident in yourself, your ideas, and your solutions, that voice of fear will constantly be in the back of your mind trying to get you back into your comfort zone. Don't listen to it. Be courageous and confront your fears head on. And how important is that in order to break out of pluralistic ignorance? To be confident in yourself. To be confident in saying something's wrong. I don't know if you've noticed this, but over the past few months of the program as we've had guests on the show, even if they were overtly non-political guests, I almost always will drop in this little nugget. I don't know about you folks, but I, I just, I feel it out there that something, something's off, right? You've heard me say that. And I almost always will get a, yep, yep, certainly there's that sentiment out there. Why do I do that? I do that because I'm trying to make sure that I'm being a voice breaking through the pluralistic ignorance. If we're just constantly being one to go along with the crowd, to not want to stand out for that fear that holds us back, then guess what? <laughs> Sorry, folks. Things will not change. If you are on the sidewalk and you're not able, as the person on the sidewalk, to get someone to break out of their pluralistic ignorance or... Couple that with the fact if you're the person walking past and not confident enough in breaking out of the pluralistic ignorance to say that something is wrong, then fear leaves you on the side of the sidewalk, RIP. Fear is holding us back. Not only as a movement, and I think we are seeing that fear has really seeped into just our daily lives. Neighbor, being afraid of neighbor. Family member, being afraid of family member because of vaccination status. Fear is not our friend. It is, in fact, a fickle foe. I dare say we need to label it as an enemy. Not just as an enemy of the liberty movement, but as an enemy of ourselves. An enemy of making things better. Of moving past the status quo. So, are you ready to help break through the pluralistic ignorance? To be confident and stand up against your fears? 
Well, if so, I would love to hear about it. Go ahead and share today's episode. And when you do, go ahead and give me a tag at B Nichols Liberty. If you really enjoyed the episode, I would ask you to please head over to BrianNicholsShow.com. Give us a five-star rating and review. Tell us what value you got from today's episode. That being said, coming up tomorrow, yes, the man, the myth, the legend. It's been a long time uh, since he's been in the program, and I miss him. Gary Collins is returning to the program from The Simple Life, and uh, I'm so excited to have Gary in the show. By the way, Gary, I don't know, I don't know if he knows this, but he has actually been one of the most important fundamental building blocks as I've gone through with my sales trainings for every single new hire I have as I onboard talking about his three-legged stool because I, I say this to every single salesperson I hire I cannot focus enough on you as an individual because I don't care about the sales stuff or the the text and specs that you will learn what I care about is you being successful as a person first and foremost because if you're not good as a person, then how can I expect you to be good at sales? You have to be confident, not just in what you're selling, but confident in yourself. And that starts with you actually being good in yourself and making sure that your three-legged stool is even. Forget what the three-legged stool is. Don't worry. We're going to go ahead and make sure we bring it up on tomorrow's episode. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off. You're on the Brian Nichols Show for our morning sales huddle. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life. Raise your hand if you heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docu-series highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policies enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the pandemic data and analytics organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the science on Lockdowns and Liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the Liberty Movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science.